Hey, hey, beautiful homemakers. Love the show. Why not join us over on Patreon? It is a Patreon summer here on Homemaker Chic Podcast because now for a dollar a month, you can become a patron of the show, be a part of the conversation. I'll be sharing videos on how I'm using my tubes, makeup and skincare this summer. And of course, you can upgrade, get those free digital copies of our cookbooks, watch full video episodes of the show. Show your love for the show today for just a dollar a month. Visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast or just click the red circle over on our Instagram page and it will take you right there. Ladies, gentlemen, welcome once again to Homemaker Chic Podcast. This is the podcast where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. We have red lips, no denim jumpers. We are not your 80s homeschool moms. Not that there was anything wrong with them. They broke the mold. <laughs> I watched this um, Nate uh, reel the other day, and he was talking about having uh, like 80s, 90s Christian parents. He's like, oh, I don't yes. think it gets any more Christian than that. Have you seen that one? He's talking yes, about that's like from his new special. Hello world. I haven't seen the new special yet, but it made me laugh because, like, I was so um, pure. <laughs> I, I remember filling out this little like I got this little like at a scholastic book sale I got this little like trendy book where you fill out like what's in right and it said like language I remember this and I can see my handwriting and do you know what I wrote sweet not sassy <laughs> <laughs> and then wow and the, in it he talks about going to a friend's house in that skit then he talks about going, going to a friend's house and they watch Friday the 13th but which I have still never seen. But that was so me. Like, we did not watch that stuff. And I'm 12, and mm-hmm. I'm at this friend's house in my grandma's town, and they bust out Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. And I'm like, I can't watch mm-hmm. this. I can't watch this. What mm-hmm. am I going to do? And so, like, I hung out in the kitchen with the mom. <laughs> so his, oh his skit, like, was just so parallel. I couldn't believe it. Just, like... Because the mom suggested he lie. And I just remember those moments thinking, you can do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it's so funny. And it's so true. The first kid ends up with totally different parents oh, than the last kid. Oh, for sure. It, it's not possible to to avoid because it's so such a different experience, yeah. no matter how close your kids are. For sure. The parent's a different person. Yeah, you're by the fourth kid, fifth kid. You're wiser, <laughs> you're tired. <Yeah. laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But kind of know what battles to pick, but still like the whole Christian period. I mean, like my mom, my mom didn't even buy chocolate. Not this has, has anything to do with religion, but it was like carefree, sugar-free gum, which I totally get because duh. But like she bought carob chips from the health food store. And to this day, I gag if I smell carob. I can't. That is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, just I just remember all the like little, mm-hmm. the weird things. My my mom was oh, definitely yeah. an eighties mom. <laughs> it's different, ladies. We're a new generation, and I'm sure we'll look back on some of the things we do. Cringe, laugh. Right. Yeah, that's just the way that it goes with the passage of time. But we're glad you're here with us at Homemaker Chic. Um, do us a favor, will you? If you listen to Homemaker Chic and if you find value or humor and, or enjoyment in our time together, would you share the podcast with a friend? 
because it helps us to reach new people, which helps the podcast to reach more people, which is kind of part of the point. Mm -hmm. We hope that homemakers know that they're not alone and there are homemakers out there right now who feel alone in the drudgery of the day. For sure. The easiest way you can do that is every week on Instagram when we post uh, the reel of our trailer, share it. Just share it on social media. Easy peasy. There mm-hmm. There's usually like a share button beneath the podcast too. Yeah. I re- I shared one with Angela yesterday that was so good. I was listening. I don't listen to like a ton of podcasts anymore, but my friend Amber had said, have you heard of this lady? She just broke this like marathon record. And I'm not talking about marathon. I'm talking about like ultra, ultra marathon, like the 250 milers. Okay. And she did like six five in a year. Back, I don't remember. She did like five in five months or something insane. Yeah. It was something crazy. She did two okay, like in so, two weeks. Like, I don't know how her body even recovered. She's talking about like open sores yeah. on her feet. <laughs> Just like, look, I will push, yes. I will push a baby out a hundred times before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so good. It was, um, Cam Haynes keep hammering podcast and her name was, I'll get it. Hang on. I'll get Gosh, it. I remember. It was Sally McRae. Sally McRae. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm listening to this podcast and Sally's talking about running these races. And then Cam kind of got to the point of like, and why do you run? I didn't get that far So yet. Sally opens up. Oh. I can't wait. Girl. I can't wait. <sighs> I mean, Angela and I have been joking behind the scenes about how when you listen to certain podcasts, um... Like there is the gospel is the gospel mm. and it leaks. It's alive. It moves. It, it finds its way places like it's just really neat to see mm-hmm. Sally top to bottom, like flat out spent probably 30 minutes on the gospel. OK, so I on- wondered if it was going to go there because at the beginning they intimate that she's had a struggle. And I'm right. like, ooh, where is this going to go? Yes. So I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, this isn't really a spoiler. Okay. Her mom gets really sick when she's 17. Mm. Really sick. Doesn't, she dies. It's very sad. Mm. Okay. But that's part of, she gets to that really early on. But what impacted me about this and why I'm bringing this story up to you guys is because of the way that Sally, even at 17, no more mom, how much she was impacted by her mother, her mother showing up to things, her mother being a part of things, the way her mother spoke to her, the way her mother like tended to things in, t- in the house, Okay, the way her mom was her mom. And I'm listening to this, cleaning my kitchen sink, weeping. weeping. Okay. I knew it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just weeping and thinking... Um, fight the good fight. Yeah. Moms, like homemakers, what you are doing matters so much, so much. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's neat to see that from the child's perspective, right? We're the moms here. We're the homemakers here. Mm. We're the ones that are buying the groceries and tending to the laundry. I know a lot of you don't have children. Um, but you're still tending to your home, right? Like we're the ones doing this work. It 
matters. And it's not often you get to hear that from the child's perspective or the perspective of somebody who came over for dinner or the the receiver of something right. that you did as a homemaker, right? And we're so close with our spouses or with our husbands or with our parents that we live with that we don't often get that perspective. Anyway, it just bolstered me up as a mom hmm. and as a homemaker. And I was like, you keep going. <laughs> like this matters. It was so good. Anyway. Sweet. I yeah, can't wait. Pretty neat. I uh, I couldn't. Pretty neat. I, I only had the little. I had just finished three hours of uh, Anthony Oliver, Oliver Anthony music on Joe Rogan. It took me all week. Mm. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so then when you sent that, I was like, oh, crap. Plus, I've been like doing another one, <laughs> an hour plus of like French a day, just listening, listening, repeating, repeating. Um, so, yeah, I'm like, oh, boy. So I think I got maybe 20 mm-hmm. minutes in. So I can't wait to finish it. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. And it also gave me the motivation I needed to get my work out in. <laughs> I was oh, yeah. like, all right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was what I needed to. I, every day I'm like, you can do this. This is a good thing. This Don't forget is a that. good thing. Yeah. Yep. This is a gift to be able to have a body that you can do things with as a gift. I did so. love it when she said that. When she, anyway. I, I knew something was up when she talked about right at the beginning. I'll never forget where I was going down the road, hitting our intersection. And she, she talked about the difference between happiness and joy. And in my mind, I thought yes. this girl might be a believer. <laughs> like, yeah, because not yeah. many non-believers talk about the difference. Well, in my experience, limited as it may be, the difference between happiness and joy. And she was talking about, she basically was talking about joy in all circumstances, you know, in the middle of a grueling 200 mile run that she finds herself rejoicing that she has a body that can, she can put this demand on, you know, good good stuff there. So yeah, yeah. massive difference Mm -hmm. between happiness and joy. Pursuing happiness will always leave you feeling quite sad. Um, You got to find your joy and that's kind of where she goes. That's directly where she goes with it is find your joy in something that's beyond circumstances. <laughs> hmm. So anyway, here we are, ladies. What, Happy Monday. Speaking of circumstances. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to We're school. Back, uh, full back at school. <laughs> right. Um, we are back at it. And I am feeling extremely motivated, I guess is the right word. To just, my kids are all, they're, they're just moving so fast through everything right now, just through life. They're mm. like getting older and they're like all reading and it's like gone are the days of teaching them their ABCs and how to hold a pencil. And now it's advanced and mm. I just want to so badly just be there for it because mm. I know that it's going to go fast. I also know the days are really long when you are teaching your children at home. They're so long, they're so messy, and there's so many words involved that like your jaw muscles genuinely feel fatigued yeah. at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. I'm just there. I'm just feeling like I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. And I'm excited. I'm excited for what the year's gonna hold for us. So it's it's really I'm not a, a- I'm not a wide-eyed optimist anymore. I've, I've done this now for too long. I like give the boys their new binders and I was like, do not rip the plastic covers off. 
Do not wipe boogers on the inside. Do not write like naughty things like I hate math on the mm-hmm. side of your workbooks. Like I know what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> Boop. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know how this is going to go. Exactly. Oh, I'm no. I'm no. Even when everything arrived, you know, like um, one of my little ones has a she's doing geology this year. And so, of course, with the books comes all the like accoutrement. So she got this like little box of rocks and they were wrapped. And she's like, can I look at that? Ah!" You know, I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. you can't. Mm -hmm. Because if you do now, Mm -hmm. then when the unit study comes to study amethyst, you've already seen the amethyst and that thrill is gone. Right. Like we're not opening right. the box. <laughs> like I've done yep. this before. I've done the geology course yeah. before. And if you look at all the cool stuff now, it won't be cool. <laughs> and like it came, they're yeah. all doing the so constitution. Angela- so like they got markers to do for some reason. I don't know why markers yeah. are required for the constitution, but anybody doing the constitution study this year got a package of markers. Can I open them? No. <laughs> like, Yeah. Don't even look at them. Don't even look at them. Yeah. Don't even look at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're doing U.S. history this year. As part of our, we do the CC cycle. So you do ancient history, medieval history, U.S. history, mm-hmm. and it's a three-year cycle that you go through. So by the time the kid's gone through 12th grade, they've gone through this in various ways, you know, what, three times Three each? times in right? different depths. Yeah. Three times mm-hmm. each in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're doing U.S. history this year too, which is really fun. Um, I love U.S. history and I think it's fascinating. I could spend a lot of time diving into that. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Angela and I both decided this year too, in case you need a little encouragement, I will not be bullied by my children this year. Okay. Children are master manipulators. Yeah. And if you don't think so, you're not looking. All right. (laughs) You done been played. (laughs) You done been played. (laughs) You don't have to teach a child how to fight to get what they want. And they learn really quickly. Oh, if I ask mom this, or maybe if I do something really nice, like they know what they're doing. They know okay? what they're doing and they know when to do it. They know how they know to, when do to do it. They know when to push yes. hard and when to act like, ah. you know, like, yes, oh, yeah, they, they got do. It. And it, my, I don't yes, even know that do. it's conscious. I think it's just natural. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like, well, yeah, maybe we don't want to go too far down the theological rabbit hole, but there is a reason <laughs> yeah. for this. Anyway. I had just flat out said, in case any, in case you guys need a little encouragement to do the same, mm-hmm. zero screens Monday through Thursday. Yeah. That means through school on Friday. We school on Friday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, through school on Friday, zero screens. And that just means zero screens. That means no Nintendo Switch. That means, that means no, no movies, not even any nature documentaries. Me. Don't zero ask me <laughs> zero zero i just can't take it i can't take the oh i did this da, 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 and i'm gonna rush to do this da, 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 clean your room first it's too many words it's, it's too, too many much words. to manage mm-hmm. yep oh there yeah. was gnashing of teeth yeah. oh yeah there was gnashing of teeth but last night we grilled steaks for supper we were outside and this was kind of their like their four to five hour, which is normally when I let them do that because mm-hmm. I like to be left alone when I'm making dinner. <laughs> totally selfish reason. But they came outside with us and they were just running around. They were playing with the dog, mm-hmm. telling us about this and that. 
during that happened to them during the day. And I just thought we would have missed out on these moments. And that's fine. I'm not saying there's not a place for screens. Right. But it was not every day is going to make a memory. (laughs) No. Not every screen void is precious. Nope. It was just a sometimes they're hellacious. Like straight out of the gate. Yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah. They're annoying. I'm like, get out of the kitchen, stop bickering, go into your room, shut the door, and don't come out until dinner. There are those days too. Okay. Right. Plenty of those. Um, but that's kind of how we're, we're getting through our school year. We have piano for everybody on Monday. Mm-hmm. They're all learning how to read music. Um, we have homeschool co-op on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then we have jujitsu on Mondays and Wednesdays. So we are, we're in it. You guys, I know a lot of you are in it too. Right now we're here. <laughs> We're here with you. It's crazy. So, All the, the multifaceted, go. this person going here. I've got one going to the school for band and AP music theory. I've got, and then she works mm-hmm. three days a week. So mm-hmm. much driving this year. We've got soccer, two in soccer. So soccer games, soccer practice, French every day. So Ame Lee gets her driver's license in December though, right? Yeah. I don't think she'll get it by that. I mean, she'd have to really hustle. Like we haven't even started. Okay. But yeah, oh, but she okay. could. But but then what? She's okay. taking the Suburban. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that she even wants yeah. to do that. That'll that'll mm-hmm. flesh itself out over Man, the next I year. Wait to get my driver's license. But she's so I mean kids I think she don't seem to. Yeah, I mean, she's busy. She's she's busy. She's very like self she pursues things on her own so she's like yeah i still got to take my driver's test oh yeah i got to take my driver's test it's not like i gotta get out of here you know mm-hmm. um yeah interesting yeah the schedule is wonky <laughs> the schedule is very thick <laughs> you know and it doesn't it doesn't help when mom's not boring i mean i'm doing a half hour to an hour of french a day and then ami lee's gonna start teaching the kids piano because they're kind of at the point where the FaceTime lessons, the long distance lessons aren't going to cut it anymore. And she's so good. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we're going to do that twice a week so she can kind of, since they're her siblings, keep a handle on it. Yeah. You know, because I just said, you know, Fridays is Fridays is when we kind of like screw around. So it's more like art and piano and then, okay, I can't take it anymore. We're done, you know. But if say we blow off Friday because it's now a family teacher. I think it would be much better to already have had like a Tuesday lesson, you know, just kind of keep mm-hmm. keep a handle on it. So, yeah, it's an interesting year. And then now mm-hmm. with going to France twice a year, which just like I know that's two weeks out of a year or four weeks out of a year, depending on how it goes. But that's a lot. <laughs> it's not like you just leave, you know, you're you're preparing. And now I'm trying to get the kids prepared and I'm like look I'm not ordering yeah. your food in France so you better learn how to say it <laughs> you trial by fire man <laughs> figure it out yeah or you're gonna yeah. starve <laughs> yeah do people in Paris speak English yeah a lot do a lot do it seems like they would there um, just with its vicinity vicinity yeah I think they I mean I don't want to Everything's such a, you know, you make such generalizations when you talk about stuff like that. But I I think there is this idea of maybe saying that they don't or not wanting to because they don't want to look foolish because it's it's going to be bad, just like our French is bad when we try to speak French, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, they, I mean, 
from my experience, they love Americans. And so they'll try and they'll, it's fun. Mm. It's super fun. I really love my, mm-hmm. interacting with people is my favorite part. I'm like, look, I'll pay. What do I got to buy? Do I got to buy a knickknack, a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'll just do anything to talk to anybody, you know, because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, they're mm-hmm. not, they're not Midwest and nice. They're not going to stop and talk to you on the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not going to strike up a conversation yeah. in the checkout line. So you kind of have to use a transaction <laughs> to talk. Yeah, you know? sure. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be yeah. like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, my girls are just mortified. She's like, can you believe we're going to roll up to these cafes, all eight of us? You know, they're like two per- yeah. two person tables. Don't We're going to be kids. like scooching tables together. <laughs> oh my gosh! Generally, just yeah. bigger than everyone around us. <laughs> like there's those Americans moving yep. the tables around yep. again. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh! And there's six kids, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's pretty amazing. I love big families. I think it's such a such they're a gift. So funny. Big families are their own. Um, subculture for sure that's why Mm -hmm. like big family humor is funny like if you when you see reels about multiple children and stuff it's it's a it's a different beast Mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. yeah i grew up watching the lucille ball movie yours mine and ours okay um lucille ball and henry fonda no, that's on Golden Bond. Oh, on Golden who's in, Bond. Who's that's in that a great movie, movie. Lucille Ball? Hold on, I'll find out. You keep talking. So the premise, I love Lucille Ball. So do I. The she's brilliant. Is, she's Physical a widow. Humor. She's yeah. a military, yeah, military widow. She has eight children. She marries another widow who has Widower. ten children. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> widower, they come together. They have 18 children. And it's about like how their families come together with all these kids. It is such a fun movie. It's oh, it so is, good. It is Henry you Fonda. Talk about- it's Henry Fonda. Henry Fonda. Yeah, okay. That's why you Lucille were- Ball yeah. and Henry Fonda. In it- case you need an old throwback. Oh, get this. I woke up today. It was offensive. I woke up to go to, I had to go to the bathroom when I was sleeping. Okay. Okay. And I could tell it was morning time, but my body wasn't like, it wouldn't wake up. I was d- really deep mm. in sleep. So I was at, and I was dreaming, I was at church mm-hmm. and my pastor was like, okay, now open up your Psalters and we're going to sing. <laughs> I've had the time of my life from Dirty Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I opened up my book and I started singing this song and I'm like, this doesn't change. feel right. Kickball I don't feel change. good about this. Oh I don't feel good about this. <laughs> and I that's what that finally song. woke me up. <laughs> I love that song. I like that one. And then what's the one from Mannequin by Starship Enterprise? Nothing's going to stop us oh, now. Oh, Bear yeah. This sure. Thing together. Sure. <laughs> love those cheesy songs. Okay. I'm yes. sorry. You're annoying me. Your headphones look like you have an Instagram filter on because th- these things are like reflecting. They're like shooting off. I know. <laughs> sorry. It's my computer. It's reflecting my computer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like an alien. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Anyway, here we are. Here we are. Let's start with our kitchen challenge, y'all. Let's go ahead and dive into that. Okay. So did you think of a hashtag, Angela, to put you on the spot? Think of one quickly if you haven't right now. Here's what I'm oh talking gosh. about. I've given you three weeks. That's enough time. Oh, 
crud. We are going through, as Homemaker Chic listeners, the complete book of home organization by Tony Hammersley of Bowlful of Lemons. So if you would like to follow along, you can snag the book. It's a great book to have on hand as a homemaker, but we're kind of just putzing through the little, um, she breaks it up into numbers, one, two, three, all throughout the book. So we're just kind of putzing through those together. I'm giving you one a week, but today I'm going to give you two because they're so simple that I want you to start making progress. So number one, we reinvented our kitchen. Number two, we divided our kitchen into zones. Now, number three, we are going to end our day with a clean kitchen, come hell or high water. She doesn't say that, but I'm saying that. (laughs) So this has been something I've been pushing on Instagram for years. I call it putting my kitchen to bed. All right. Now, what I find is that most homemakers are pretty good about getting dinner dishes done and they'll get food put away, but that's kind of where it stops. And Tony is really encouraging you to go a little bit further. So I'm going to just kind of paraphrase what she says here. It feels good, obviously, to wake up to a clean space, especially for the homemaker and especially when there's food making requirements, a clean kitchen is everything. So you're going to take an extra 15 to 20 minutes, which is what I find that it takes usually 20 minutes for my kitchen. Take an extra 20 minutes to go a step further. So the dishes are done. Hopefully your family has helped with that or your guests have helped with that. Dishes are done. Food's put away. And now you're going to make sure that the dishwasher gets started. If you have a dishwasher so that tomorrow morning, you just know it's clean. You don't have to guess, just run it. You're going to put any hand wash dishes away off the counter. You're not going to let them sit there and dry overnight. You're going to just dry them and put them away straight away. You're going to clean out the sink. You're going to spray and wipe down your countertops. You're going to take out the garbage, even if it's not all the way full, because there's probably food particles in there. I, got, stinky I can't particles even in tell there. you what a peeve that is. We, I have a just a marital discord there where he thinks it should be overflowing and I think it should be done every night. And wow. Every night. Well, Tony says every night. So now here it is in writing. Um, and then this is a great idea too. Tony says to replace your washcloth and dish towel every day. So just take them, take them to the laundry, put out a fresh one every day so that when you walk out in the morning, think about this, all your dishes are clean. You've run the dishwasher. The, the trash is empty which means at lunchtime, it's not going to be overflowing when somebody dumps their lentil soup and it spills down the side of the trash can. Mm. The sink is cleaned out. (laughs) The sink is cleaned out. There's Mm -hmm. no off smells because everything's been put away. The washcloth doesn't smell. It's not wadded up wet in the bottom of the kitchen sink. You have a new fresh rag. You have a new fresh hand towel. Um, I think this puts us in such a good position. And this is a habit. So if you're not in this habit yet, This is the week for you to start. We are going to start organizing things like pantries and drawers and under the kitchen sink. But before we do that, and I think that she's smart in doing this, the idea is you get in the habit of making sure that your kitchen is, it hits this state at least once a day. And that's going to take, like I said, 15 to 20 minutes longer, I find, than. So here's how it works in our family. We all eat. We all help clean. 
kids unload the dishwasher. Kids wash the dishes. Kids put away the dishes. You know, Stu helps put away food. Like it's an all hands on deck mm-hmm. affair. Yeah, it has to be. And then oh my they gosh. leave. And then I have to go through and do my shay. My Shea sweep <laughs> because I have different standards than they do. Yeah. So this is when everybody's left, everybody's helped done the bulk lifting. And then I go through and now we'll change out the washcloth mm-hmm. and now we'll wipe off the table and now I'll sweep. I've been trying to sweep every night so that it doesn't build up and build up. So that's number three, ladies. And I would love to hear how that goes for you. Ending your day with a clean kitchen. Number four. This is why we're going to do two this week is to just make a DIY sink cleaner. And you do this with a clean spray bottle, one part white vinegar to one part water. So um, that is a great, super easy one to spray in your sink every day so that you can clean it every day. You don't want to use a super harsh cleaner on your sink every day. So spritz your sink with vinegar. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think of what she says here. Use a permanent. Okay. Use a permanent marker. Use a permanent marker to label it. Um, Spray your sink. Let it sit for a few minutes and then wipe it down. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Those are your two assignments for this week. Love it. And when you do them, please share them with us over on Instagram. Um, do we just call it? Do you have no, a no, hashtag? No, no, no. Homemaker clean. Like home homemaker, or- homemaker clean. It's easy. Okay. Like homemaker, homemaker chic. Clean. Homemaker clean. Mm-hmm. Boom. Thank you. Welcome. So, Welcome. If you're listening to past episodes and you're doing some of the tasks, tag us over on Instagram and then use the code, uh, hash code, hashtag, gosh, homemaker clean so that we can share that to our story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to motivate. We're going to find encouragement from other people who are putting in the hard work too. So there we go. Okay. Here's your assignments for today, this week. Um, I am okay. so bummed. I wanted to give her a shout out. I posted it in my stories yesterday, but I'll be, but it's gone. And now I'm like, it would take me 20 minutes. I've already scrolled enough while we're trying to find our questions. One of our listeners took my, use the leaf blower. And that's actually my mom's use the oh, leaf yes. blower idea. She's like, yes. thank you. <laughs> Yes. So she was the one whose children did horse riding. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Horseback riding. Yeah. Sort? Lessons. Okay. And then they horseback they track in, you know, from the arena, all the probably yes. sand and limestone yes. and everything. Yeah. Um, can you just anyway, like chatter? I got go. I'm so cold. I got to put my sweatshirt on. Can you okay. fill the void, girl? Uh, okay. So last week I mentioned we were talking a lot about cleaning and talking a lot about uh, tips kind of a thing. And I had heard that magic erasers will work on headlights to take the fog off of them. Uh, JoLynn messaged us and said she's used the magic erasers on her daughter's car and it works. So there you go. Uh, yeah. um, I, I've got tons here. I'm ready if you need them. So yeah, she uh, questions. Yep. I love Mr. Clean erasers. Okay. You guys, I have a real problem. <laughs> yeah. They, they can make work wonders. Happy. I got some curriculum for my kids. Wrote Elliot and big permanent marker on it. Realized it was the wrong curriculum. <laughs> and I needed to send it back. And oh, so that's I was not... able to use a magic eraser and take off the permanent marker off the book. It like it never happened. Sweet. It was amazing. So see my so calendar cool. back anyway. here? I use 
These yeah. are alcohol markers on my calendar, like art markers. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I use Mr. Clean to wipe it down. Otherwise, you'd never get it off. And then I can just... Um, there you go. Do that. Okay. Um, be- okay, go up. Before go we head into questions, I want to thank Tubes & Co. For sure. For sponsoring this season of Homemaker Sheet Podcast. We have a very intimate and intertwined relationship with our sponsors yeah. here on Homemaker Chic. Awesome. And it's because of you that we're able to do that. It's because... Um, you trust our judgment and we're super grateful for that. And I love that we get to stand behind companies like Tubes and Co. very confidently as the podcast hosts, knowing that we can share these products with you, our listeners, and that you are going to love them. Uh, and we know you love them because you go to tubesandco.com and you use the code summer beauty for 10% off. And every time you use that code, you are telling Emily, I'm a homemaker chic listener and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. So tubesandco.com is you, where you can go for organic skincare, organic makeup, beautiful products that are good for your skin that aren't going to harm your health. You can pronounce all the ingredients. And this is a small family run business out of Alabama by our friend Emily. So Angela is going to share a little something with that. Okay, so uh, depending on where you are, it's getting cooler. And um, there's just, even before we turn the heat on, there's just something that happens with our skin once summer's over. So, you know, I love the glow serum. This is it right here. And I'll try to put this on Patreon. Um, but this is awesome for your face, but I also use it on my hands. Um, because your hands, mm. your hands, the skin on your hands is really thin, like under your eyes. And that's why it gets crepey as you get older, just like the skin under your eyes. Uh, and so it's really important. I think it's very important to take care of your the top of your hands like you do your face. So anything that you use on your face, go ahead and use on your hands. And the glow serum is great for that it, because it the oil absorbs really quickly. And then you can take like the leftovers and I just like, so I rub it in like this. And then I take the leftovers and I just push it into my cuticles so my cuticles don't get dry. And that is my tip for the week. Um, look, we have like matchy matchy nail polish, like I know, wine. I was just wine thinking. color. We have the same nails. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Short and burgundy. Short and burgundy. There you go. Um, okay, tubesandco.com. Use the code Summer Beauty. While you're there, get the new little tallow stick that Angela mentioned yeah, last do week. It. It's great. So wonderful. Get the tallow bomb. That's what I use as my chapstick, isn't it? I like slather it all around my mouth. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And you wake up and your lips are all plump because the way tallow like communicates with your skin, your body just knows exactly what to do with it. It just absorbs it so well. Um, so yeah, go there, go shopping, have fun. We're in our last few weeks here of this season, our last few weeks of summer. And then it's crazy fall and just not too long. So summer beauty while you can get it. (laughs) Absolutely. And while you're getting your house in order, grab some new sheets, some new towels, some new washcloths from American Blossom Linens. Use the coupon code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off. You can do that via the red circle on the Homemaker Chic podcast page on Instagram. Be sure you're following there. Lots of new... There's lots of new uh, followers there. So hello to you. Um, That's going to be the easiest way for you to interact with our advertisers. But some of you are really talented and you will be able to remember AmericanBlossomLinens.com and the coupon code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off. 
Uh, okay, so I'm going to go. I'm going to get started here. Lots of here. questions came in lots, this week. Lots of yeah, questions lots came of questions. in. Uh, here's a question too. for you. Let's talk undergarments. Yay. <laughs> Ooh, <okay>. Any advice? <laughs> uh, I wear skirts and dresses, but struggle with slips and shorts for underneath. It's always great to find an item already lined, but for those pieces that aren't, what do you use? I don't want lines showing, but struggle to figure out what works with slips and shorts that don't roll up as I walk. Love the show. Mm. I wear Spanx. Really? I do. Not all day, but like with certain pants and even well obviously with certain skirts and with certain pants i have cellulite and like if pants lay on my butt wrong you can see it and i don't want that i don't want a panty line i like smooth so i buy like biker shorts i don't need tummy control that's not my problem but i just buy like biker shorts and it just holds everything in place and the trousers lay better under a skirt. Yeah, that makes sense. Even, yeah, yeah. The, but even on pants, like they just lay nicer. And I don't mean like yeah. a tight pant, like a cigarette pant, but like a trouser, um, for sure. Yeah, I don't want to see underwear. I don't want to be picking my butt. My underwear always creeps up, no matter what I buy, and I just don't want to see bumps <laughs> and yeah. indentations. I want it to look smooth, and I think it. I just think it's a more pulled together look anyways when somebody's backside and their thigh looks smooth. I think nothing cheapens like a woman's look like she can have on a beautiful blouse and a beautiful pair of pants. And you see that panty line or too much of a booty shake and it's just like, I don't think it looks nice. So, yeah, I wear Spanx. I agree. Yep. I agree. I don't wear them at home. No, heck no. I guess I like No. <laughs> I yeah, that's what I was thinking. Bra. I was like, oh, oh, like a skirt, like casually <laughs> all out. No way. Yes. <laughs> I wear Spanx as well. Um, under dresses, under skirts, and under trousers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, I wore, if, if I'm wearing a, like a... You know, if it's more of a formal occasion. Yeah. If a, it's a pencil skirt, I'll wear it. But otherwise, with like with... Why can't I think mm-hmm. of the expression? A, what am I looking for? A-line? What am I looking for? What description am I looking for? With a pencil skirt, know. I'll wear them. Or with a tighter dress, you know, yes. more form-fitting dress, I'll wear them. But otherwise, no. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I cannot yep. wear, like, um, you know, when you see, like, maxi dresses in cotton or something, I cannot wear those. I would be jiggling all over the place. I have to be contained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Containment and, yeah, is a I must. It totally depends on your body shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as underwear goes... I the best underwear that I have found are the Calvin Klein. They're like invisible. There's like there's no edge. There's no elastic. There's no stitch. It's just there's no stitch. Yeah. I love those. It's just they like lay just like flush against your skin mm-hmm. if you get the right size. Yeah, so they're like not, a second it's not skin. making dimples. Yeah. 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 Those are by far the best that I have found for that situation. Now, when you're on your period and you need more structure, I'm like, give me the tightest, most elastic underwear and I'll just have to wear whatever clothes I can make work because yeah. I need everything to be nice and contained. Contained. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. But that's the best that I have found. I am completely 100% in every capacity open to any recommendations any of you have on a bra that is worth anything. 
I don't. Okay. I, I'm over because it. I don't even I believe in them anymore. Store, <laughs> like, I went to a bra store and mm-hmm. I was like, you are not leaving here without a new bra. You're going to have to figure this out. <laughs> I can, I, y'all know how I feel about my breast situation and it's fine. It's everybody's got their little insecurities. Okay. And I'm super great. I, I shouldn't say I'm insecure about them. I love my breasts and I'm very grateful for all they've done for me. One thing they do not do for me is fill a cup of a bra. Right. <laughs> They'll sit in the bottom of the cup, but it's like, it doesn't matter what the, the cup size the is. Bottom, if the cup right? is shaped, if the no, cup is shaped like, like, this. A, like this, I'm like, could you have any bras that are shaped <laughs> like this? <laughs> Like it's not going to sit up Mm -hmm. in the cup. And so it doesn't matter if it's a C or a double A, it's not going to like be there. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just, and I need a little bit of padding. I do. I need a little bit of padding. I don't need an underwire, but I need something. Mm -hmm. So I don't look like an 11 year old boy. And I got nothing. They're the most ill-fitting, uncomfortable. I got nothing. Look here. Look, I'm I'm older, so I get to say this. <laughs> I've been trying longer. <laughs> I don't believe in it anymore. I don't. I think it is a lie that there's a comfortable bra. What in the world is comfortable about it? Putting two straps over your shoulder and one around your midsection to contain a body part. Like, that is a fallacy. They're not comfortable. They're horrible contraptions. I hate them. And around the house, I wear, like, snug tank tops. And if I can get away with wearing a snug tank top, like a camisole in public, I'll do it. And it's only, like, for church or a certain blouse or whatever that I'm actually putting on one of those devices because I've paid my dues and I hate them. So, hmm. I had shingles a few years ago, really bad. I remember and that. I got Shay. it around my I, bra line. It was the worst pain, the worst pain. I remember anyway, that. I had the shingles around my bra line, and for like, I don't know, a year and a half, I couldn't wear one. Like, I couldn't have the nerve. Like, sensation was mm. so painful. And I got really good at not wearing one during that time. I got good at like kind of knowing what I could wear right. without one and right. what I needed to wear with one and like mm-hmm. where to wear certain things. But like, you know, nipples are a real thing and modesty is a real thing. And mm-hmm. I think you got to err on the side of caution with some of those things. So I like I get in winter, not a big deal. I'm not wearing one now. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I don't need yeah. to wear one. It's yeah. fine. Tank tops. Mm, I think those are a bit tricky. Summertime's a bit trickier. Oh, I summertime's think. definitely. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Do I wear like tank tops in public? I don't know if I'm like a tank top wearer because that's not enough. When I was younger, definitely. But for now, that's not enough structure for me. I like, mm-hmm. I don't look nice in them. I like I like how I when I look in the mirror, but if I see a photograph of myself, I'm like you need a blouse. Yeah. That is not a good look. Yeah. I I need the collar, yeah. I need the buttons. Yeah. If I want to feel more feminine, I then I'll, the same I'll wear like a with myself. <laughs> camisole and then I'll unbutton a few buttons, you know, if I want to feel whatever, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not running around, but definitely I know what you're saying like you got to 
yeah, I, I, there's I like it. a discretion That's why I element. Said, yeah. But I there's also it blouses out, I wear where I'm like, I, w- I want the shape. Some, I want the shape of, of a boob. That's the right. thing. I want the shape of a boob. Mm-hmm. And maybe on those occasions, you just find a really comfortable, because there are those like, they kind of look like sports bras, but they're not a sports bra. Like Calvin Klein makes they some. They sell them at Costco. It's like the I know it's so skin. unsexy, but they sell them at Costco. Little bralettes. They're like nothing. Little, the bralette. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. A bralette. And yeah. maybe you just do that and you just find your little shape of pad that kind of gives you the look that you want without uh-huh. any kind of underwire or really heavy contraption. Because you guys know, like my, my IBTC out there. If you get a bra, even if it fits you when you're standing up, when you bend over and then the cup just like, and it's like, there's nothing, there's mm-hmm. nothing even in there. Like it's, it's just like a gap, like a mm-hmm. huge gap between your chest and the cup. And here we are. I don't know. I'm thinking out loud. If you have a recommendation, please send it to me. I'm all about it because I do think undergarments are important. Jennifer Scott. Madame Chic series. Mm-hmm. There's a whole chapter on undergarments, and I was so convicted. We talked about this last week. We talked about pajamas last week. I like when my undergarments feel nice, and I like when they feel at times sexy, you know, and I yeah. like when they match. I like when they're not rotted or stained right. or gross. That's a really beautiful feeling. And if I'm going out to a special dinner, I'll wear special undergarments because mm-hmm. it makes me feel nice. Mm-hmm. And I have those on occasion. They're not my everyday wear, but for everyday wear, hit me up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, Please. I just like, I, like I, I've always worn what like you're describing, like those, and I wear like a nice brief and they're comfortable, air quotes, and yeah, like that second skin, thin, yes. You're listening to Homemaker Chic Podcast. I'm Angela. I'm Shay. And we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind with red lips and no denim jumpers. If you're interested in preserving food, Homemaker Chic listeners go big with the Harvest Dry Home Freeze Dryer. Freeze-dried foods last for 25 years and will maintain taste, color, and flavor. The food retains nearly all of its nutritional value, and home freeze-dried foods cost a third of the store-bought version, which means that your freeze-dryer from Harvest Right will pay for itself in no time. This is the perfect season to order your freeze-dryer, get it set up, and have it ready for the rest of summer and autumn bounty, whether you're getting that from the gardens or the markets. You can use your freeze dryer to preserve food when it's on sale at the store, prepare whole meals for something like camping or hiking, or just make sure that none of the food that you have in your house goes to waste. Whether you're freeze drying fruits, vegetables, herbs, milk, or even eggs, Harvest Right machines are the best on the market. This will soon become an invaluable member of your preserving kitchen. So you can visit bit.ly forward slash Harvest Right Homemaker, or just click the link in the show notes or over on Instagram to shop your new home freeze dryer system from Harvest Right today. What if you could have heirloom linens that didn't end up on next year's garage sale? What about investing once in an American-made product designed to last a lifetime? Shay and I both dress our beds and our bathrooms in sheets and towels from American Blossom Linens, and you can too. 
by visiting AmericanBlossomLinens.com and using our exclusive coupon code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off. Our friends at American Blossom Linens are dedicated to bringing us quality American-made linens that can stand the test of time and be beautiful at the same time. We affectionately call them modern vintage. They are soft and plush and gorgeous, and we know you will love them as much as we do. So visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use the coupon code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off. Yes. Okay. This question, I love this question because I just brought this up to my husband the other day because I don't know, you know, where microplastics are a hot topic right now. They're a buzzword. And I don't, I don't know what to do about it. Like I don't, it's so bad and you have so little control. Okay. So I, I can do glass Tupperware. I do that. Okay. I can do ball jars instead of plastic cups. I've always done that. Um, yeah, but even your dairy products, even if even your organic dairy products are the milks running through a plastic tube. I mean, it's everything we touch our shoes, you know, it's all been exposed to plastic at some point, or it is plastic or it's a derivative of plastic or what have you. I don't know if you just start trimming down where you can, and that makes a difference in the long run. It makes a, some Mm -hmm. monicum of difference, but this follower, um, Janine is asking about toothbrushes. And I brought this up to Joel the other day. I said, I feel like the next step in me trying to battle the microplastics monster is like we get bamboo or there's got to be some sort of a nerd toothbrush out there somewhere. I found one that's mm-hmm. like an, an electric one and it's like $300. It's beautiful. <laughs> but oh. I said, I got it. Like, I feel like we need to, you know, kids, they they don't brush proper as much as they gnaw. They mm-hmm. like, what can we do? So this is her question. What do you guys do for toothbrushes? I'm worried about micro microplastics from the bristles breaking down into yeah. my kids and our mouths. And I think it's a really legitimate concern. And then on the flip side of that is if you're not making your own, like the toothpaste is sitting in plastic. I just like, what do we do? I don't know. What do they say? They, well, there's like this horrible like urban legend that we're all consuming okay. like a credit card's worth a day or something like that. Okay. Or, I don't know. Talk to me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. First off, just calm down. It's okay. Like, it's very easy to get riled up about these kinds of things. And Are you I telling get me it. to it's, calm down? It's for... Yes. Oh my yes. gosh. I'm just Give saying. Like, break. I am telling you to calm down. <laughs> um... It's it's not unimportant, but it's not of utmost importance. And I think I I tell you to calm down because I have to tell myself this all the time when I get on some something, some tirade about something. I have to remind myself like your days are already numbered. Okay, your days are numbered. The Lord holds them. The end. Right. What my father in law always encourages encourages me to do is like. Do the best you can where you are. Right. Just do the best you can. That's where I'm at. What is the best you can with plastics? So there's natural bamboo bristled toothbrushes. So they're more expensive, obviously, than your cheapo dyed Mm -hmm. plastics. Mm -hmm. That's going to be something you have to decide if it's worth it for you or not. Um, I think in our modern society, if you would like to partake 
and in your modern society, you are never, ever going to get rid of plastics. Yeah. I don't see how. It's not possible. Now, my hope is that the consumers start to demand something different. Mm -hmm. There are really great alternatives now that we know of to plastic that can be made of natural materials that don't have the same effect on our health like microplastics do. Well, bamboo is no a great example. No one's really disputing. Because like, even for my bamboo kids. Bamboo is a great example. Like when we pack to go things like I have bamboo forks, bamboo, you know, it's sustainable. Mm-hmm. It grows really fast. It's not horrible for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, you do the best you can. And if it's a major concern, then you're obviously going to work a little bit harder on mm-hmm. it than you know, if it's not a major concern, the problem is like, you just can't fight all the battles. So you have to decide, you have to actually prioritize. And that's really hard because I want to fight all the battles. Mm -hmm. I care about them. I can't. So maybe you do the best you can is a toothpaste that doesn't have fluoride. Right. You know, and maybe that's the best you can do. And yeah, it's going to come from a plastic tube, but that's the best you can do. Maybe the best you can do is making your own. Maybe you decide that's worth it to you. It's inexpensive. It's a great option. You get used to the taste. (laughs) Kids hate it. Um, (laughs) My kids, every time I make my own, they're like, please stop. Just stop being weird. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's fine. Um, but I'm actually looking at these bamboo toothbrushes and I think you would need to be careful because I'm sure it might be all well and good like the handles bamboo, but mm-hmm. the bristles, you would need to make sure that the bristles are of um, natural bristle bamboo toothbrush. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is a guy, guy, a guy. Is that yeah, it's on Amazon bristle. or bristle? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it bristle, is intriguing. Is- and I think like that's how to approach things is like, okay. I have this concern. What can I chip away at? Because you can't put out all the fires at once, you know? But like last year, I got pretty diligent about like even just glass food storage with leftovers even. You know, I'm like, look, just spend a few more dollars every couple months at Costco and replenish. Just start inventorying the glass. Uh Uh It's not convenient. Kids drop it. We have a concrete floor cooler, you know, but it. Makes yeah. me feel better. And so, yeah, so the, the toothbrush thing has been, it's been on my mind lately. Okay, like I'm okay. Like we're talking about plastic every day in the mouth. Yeah. Huh. But then I'm thinking, all right, I'm wearing tennis shoes mm-hmm. every day. Probably mm-hmm. loaded with plastics, you know? Like, what are you yeah, going to do? Socks between that and your shoe, mm-hmm. you know, obviously clothes, they make clothes, y'all, out of microplastics. Right? So, like, right. That's why people start geeking out and wearing flax linen shirts. And like, right. I, I mean, I get it. Like we put a lot of effort in. I think you just got to you just got to keep it between the ditches. Just keep it between the ditches. All right. Like you can do these. You can make these um, adjustments to your life and they're good. And a lot of them have value and a lot of them have health benefits. That's a great mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, you just, you, I always remind myself, like, you know, you could go tomorrow and in various ways. So, like, you don't need to die. Don't die on that hill and don't make it the main thing because it's not the main thing. Um, That being said, we all get all kinds of little micro choices, don't we? And 
that's part of home management. Yeah, it's a uh, so. Tell her to make you more. Okay. Looking on Amazon, if you visit Gaia Guy store, there's a packet of six toothbrushes, natural bamboo handle, boar bristle. Um, you know, mm-hmm. what am I trying to say? Things. Um, and it looks like a toothpaste for $21. So oh, that's, that's not, not bad. That bad. Nope. Yeah. Not at all. But you know, what I don't like about this kind of stuff, and it's just worth saying, like a lot of this stuff is like a marketing ploy and they're, it's like the LED bulbs. And you're like, well, what about the coal plants in China that we're using to manufacture these LED I bulbs? I hate like, LED light bulbs. I hate them. Yeah. I I will go out of my way to buy a nice old, what are they, incandescent? Is that the opposite? I hate LED yeah, light bulbs. Just, you know, the whole like, the whole... A lot of it is marketing is, is oh, what yeah. I'm getting at. You just got to be really careful that what you're doing is actually valuable. And I think you can do that by she this might sound brown. wrong, but like, I think you need to think what? about graduation. making decisions for your family. Okay. Keep talking. <laughs> okay. Making decisions for your family and not like massively for culture as a whole. I think Thank you. we have to think a little bit smaller. <laughs> yeah. Right? So like Absolutely. That's that's where the decision made is made ultimately. And when you try to like solve all these crazy social problems yourself, it gets a little overwhelming, doesn't it? Right. So there we go. Yeah, I all think right. that's really important is the minute you start taking on the burden of saving the world, you're done for. That's way too much for you. You're that's not for. your that's not your uh that's not your bag, baby. Okay. Um yeah. What oh, yes. this is a big one. What yes. are your thoughts about how thoughts and thinking affect us as humans? Oi. That's a big one. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. We don't have to stay there long. I think there's something to it. I buy enough coffee for that. Yeah, right? No, I mean, I don't, I'm sure there's tons of research. I think there's a lot of like garbage theology that's going on right now that touches on that or that gets into that too much, but I'm sure there's got to be something to it. And you can just even use a really negative example to show that, that if somebody's walking around like, woe is me, my life sucks, I suck, everything sucks, probably does. <laughs> you know, it's prob- that's probably what's, mm-hmm. what you're projecting and what you're mucking about in. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Do you like, do you, do you, well, you do, you've talked about like sort of guarding your mind and like saying what is true to yourself talking to your talking um yeah that's what i was just thinking yeah, what like, do you, but I, what's that expression you use yeah. talking to yourself not what do you you kind of have a little formula not listening that you, to yourself talking, talking to, yourself, to yourself not listening to yeah, yourself yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean obviously thoughts are very important we have complex brains complex emotions um what i what i'm guarded against is this just like pull yourself up by your bootstraps self-help tell yourself this or this or this, well, those things might not be true. Mm -hmm. So what I would say is 
of course, thoughts are important. And of course, like the mind body connection thoughts are important. But again, I would argue like that what is true and what is good and what is beautiful isn't going to come from my thoughts. It's going to come from something outside myself that then comes into my thoughts that then ultimately comes into my heart. And so, and when we read books like the Psalms in the Bible, well, the Psalms are pretty from people, mostly David, (laughs) right? Who have had some hard times who are wrestling and thinking hiding in a cave struggling and, yeah, and hiding yeah, in a cave yeah, and fleeing yeah. from enemies mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and wrestling with like why you know how can the dead how can the dead adore you like mm-hmm. why would you let me die or why would you let this happen like they're the they are the human emotions just on fire right for right, right. a long time it's a big book mm-hmm. and it covers every gamut from happiness to joy to sadness to loss to to struggle and so i think more importantly like i think what you're bringing in externally ultimately shapes your thoughts and shapes your mind. And so something bad could happen to you and you could just interpret it as, oh man, bad things always happen to me. Woe is me. Or you're pulling from an external source that says, hey, God is sovereign. And what that means is God is in control over everything. And you either believe that or you don't. I do. Every Mm -hmm. cell, every movement, every insect, every sunrise, every word, God is sovereign over it. Mm-hmm. And so that means that when something terrible happens and terrible things happen to all of us, it's not without its purpose. We might know what that is. We might not know what that is. That is a theological struggle that Christians and non-Christians will have for our time here on earth, mm-hmm. right? Your mm-hmm. ways are not our ways. Your thoughts oh, are not right. our thoughts. And so the prayer is Thank for me that... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like every that time I read that, I'm like, I'm be... so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad yeah. that you're perfect. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Why would you yeah. let this happen? Well, right. my thoughts are not your thoughts. Mm. My ways are not your ways. And so we can't see these things. Mm-hmm. Our brains would explode. <laughs> we're not capable because we're not God. And I think a lot of times we think of God as a bigger person. That's like a not better God person. Is. Right. Right. Like right, a right. bigger, better person. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's not true. Now, Christ was a person, but God Mm -hmm. doesn't have a body like a man, right? He transcends space. He transcends time. He created time. He created space. Like we can't, we can't even understand the concept of God, much less can we like fully understand how... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anything. How all that is orchestrated together. Yeah. 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 You know, how could this loss or this bad thing, how could that be a good thing? Um, and so that's, that is the wrestling. And so I guess that's a long way to get around when my thoughts are not correct. I don't go to my brain and say, Hey brain, you're not pulling your weight. You need to spin this positive. You need to think better. Mm-hmm. You need to, to do this or do this. I go to, pr- I go in prayer and I'm like, God, your yeah. ways are not my ways. I don't understand it. Here's where I'm struggling. Here's where my heart is. I don't have to, I don't, I'm at the place of like where I don't have to understand because I trust the person in charge. 
Mm-hmm. And that does that doesn't mean I don't want to, but like I don't I don't have to. I don't have to see it to know that ultimately it's for God's glory and ultimately in some way it is for our joy. And um that takes, you know, that takes a spiritual that takes a belief ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um and if you don't have that, I I'm not trying to be unhelpful here, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, if you circle yeah. back around to like that bootstraps mentality, which is the bookstores are full of it, you know, and not to say that there are not great nuggets in atomic habits and and a lot of like that self-help field. But but that like like we're giving ourselves way too much credit. And I try to keep it really simple in my mind because it is a very like complex subject. I'm not a philosopher. I don't enjoy going into the muck. <laughs> philosophically in my mind i don't care Mm -hmm. i don't want to i'm Mm -hmm. very relieved that god is god and i'm not (laughs) um (laughs) seriously call me Mm simple-minded i don't care um but i i do employ like a thought process and kind of a spin off of the um you know catechism chief end of man is to glorify god and enjoy him forever and when i am tempted to or or struggling with wanting to have a bootstraps moment because I am a type A personality. I am a pull yourself together and make it happen. I try to just mutter, you know, you mutter prayers throughout the day, like not by my spirit, oh, but yeah. by yours, not by my spirit, but by yours. Yeah. Yep. And that that way, then hopefully my efforts are for his glory. Yeah. To glorify yeah. him and not me, not by my spirit, but yours. Like I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pull myself that. up. I'm going to get it together, but not by my doing, by not by my spirit. Right. By yours. You, like I, yeah. Right. And usually what comes from that is actually the Holy Spirit just kind of changing your heart. Yeah. So like I can think of many homeschool days where I'm just like, Lord, help me just to get through this. Da, 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 da. I got to make dinner. I got to. And usually what happens is that like the heels get dug in harder and it's some for some reason or another a longer school day but then at the end it's like oh my gosh this is so sweet this Mm -hmm. is isn't this a beautiful moment Mm -hmm. that i'm getting to share with my kids it's usually it's not the circumstances that usually change it's the heart that Mm -hmm. submits and yeah i think that is an important distinction it's that difference between happiness and joy It doesn't make me happy to sit and do multiplication tables with my kids when I want to be doing something else, but it makes, gives me a joyful heart to know that I'm doing a good work and that I'm getting to spend time with them. They see a mom who is submitting to the tasks in front of her Mm -hmm. and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. And that breeds joy. Yeah. You're listening to Homemaker Chic Podcast. I'm Angela. I'm Shay. And we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind with red lips and no denim jumpers. Homemaker Chic listeners, have you made your 2024 travel plans yet? Why not join me, Angela, in Paris for five nights and six days in either April or October of next year for the elegant ladies trip of a lifetime? I'll be taking you to my favorite restaurants, patisseries, three different Parisian flea markets, a glamorous riverboat cruise, of course, the must-have photo shoot in front of the Eiffel Tower and more. So grab your mom, your sister, your best friend, or come by yourself and make new friends. Visit parisianfarmgirl.com forward slash 
Paris with Angela to reserve your place. Spots are very limited with only eight guests. Let me show you around my most favorite city on earth. Visit parisianfarmgirl.com forward slash Paris with Angela or simply click that red circle marked Paris over on our Instagram profile. Hey friends, Shay here. If the food coming out of your kitchen is a little lackluster and if you've been feeling like you need some instruction, direction, or inspiration in the kitchen, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to get started. Here's the thing, we have to cook multiple times a day, whether it's for us or for a household, we have to be economical, smart, and intentional with what we put on our tables. Since 2018, I've encouraged women in their kitchens with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. Basically, I'm here to help you see that the food that we enjoy matters and I'm here to help you actually cook it. So here's how it works. As a cooking community member, you'll get five farm fresh recipes each month created from my kitchen and delivered straight to you. You'll also get an instructional video to go along with each recipe so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. On top of that, we meet once a month for a live Q&A where you can ask questions of me or other home cooks live in community and be inspired to kind of keep going on that good work in your kitchen. Lastly, our online community is thriving and there's loads of conversation and sharing going on there all the time. So you can participate there as much or as little as you'd like for further direction and inspiration. Each month, you'll get to enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership that works best for you and let's get cooking. Okay. Yeah. These are big questions. I Okay. I think we have time for two more, maybe, depending on how. Okay. Okay. This one got me because you'll see. Yes. Um, I know which one you're doing. Okay. Do you? Uh, I think so. I've been listening to many random episodes now and can't remember which one Angela talked about her sauna. At 31, with two toddlers, I've been having weird MS-like pain and neurological symptoms, totally interfering with my role as a parent. Along with getting the planned MRI, I want to look into alternatives alternatives that will be helpful regardless of what my diagnosis ends up being. So can you remind me of the sauna brand you got? Also, what was your experience like with the vitamin C injections and ozone IV? My holistic MD offers both, but I've never personally heard from anyone who's used those modalities. If you're comfortable sharing, did you end up getting an MRI when you went through your mystery solving process? Da, 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 da. Podcast has been a huge blessing and a welcome distraction as I've walked through this road for the past few months. Um, so mm-hmm. definite. Um, I don't I screenshotted these so I can't see who sent this, but she probably would prefer her privacy anyways. But like my heart just mm-hmm. <laughs> aches for what you're going mm-hmm. through because it's a big deal. So um, Mm -hmm. I don't ever remember how much I've shared on the show, but I think I've said a little bit. But last summer, I was having, I was just pretty sure I had MS. I just didn't see any way around it. I didn't, or two, was it two now? Two summers ago? Two. Two (laughs) Two Mm -hmm. summers ago. Okay. Um, Like legs buckling out from under me, pins and needles, like all but like one symptom, like when I would Google MS, definite, definite neurological. And that had been building for a long time. It's a long story. Um, but to this listener, I would talk to your MD about um, Epstein-Barr virus. Yep. I would vigilantly pursue 
understanding and finding a, a doctor and not all holistic doctors understand it properly, Epstein-Barr virus. Um, and it turns out that's what I had. I never did get an MRI. Um, the physician I was working with, the nurse I was working with, she's like, let's just bite off one thing at a time. Anyone who has MS has Epstein-Barr anyways. So let's get you tested for Epstein-Barr. My numbers were through the roof. Um, and so that's what I went at um, very drastically, was trying to make my body an inhospitable place for Epstein-Barr. It never goes away. So if you've ever had mono, you have it in your body. It's dormant. And I had something really stressful happen to me. And um, that's what they say is that something really stressful or emotional, mine was more emotional, um, can trigger it. And in talking with my family, like that's what we concluded. Like even my children are like, you haven't been the same since that day, mom, um, through grief and what have you. Um, so... <sighs> All that to say is uh, it's going to take me a second to find out the sauna brand I have. Um, but I would I would look into that, into Epstein-Barr. And then there is a doctor whose field, like her specialty is MS. And she got MS. And she went from like running marathons to being in a wheelchair and then reversed that through things like diet and um, I think like a primary carnivore-based diet, sauna, cold plunge, and now she's like riding her bike to work every day. It was a very incredible um, testimony. And my sort of routine, my protocol was extremely similar to hers. So I don't know. I don't remember what it was called. I might be able to find out for you and... Um, if you want to email me privately, I'll try to see if I can do a little digging and find out what podcast that was I listened to. It was a health podcast and she was the guest. It was incredible. So much so that like her uh, peers in this field, like they didn't, they won't give her a voice. It's so like stupidly controversial what she did, the way she approached her health. Um, so I would just very gently say, like, don't lose hope. You're this particular journey is long and arduous and it's hard to find people that know what they're talking about. But um, I know that what you're experiencing is very real. And when it feels like your body is like crumbling under you, it's really daunting. And it's just really important to find people that um, know what they're doing. Um, mm -hmm. Can I give Christie's a... Uh, do you know her Instagram handle? Because this is her specialty, too. She, what yeah, is she? Um, is she barefoot in the garden on Instagram? Is that her personal? Yeah. I'm trying to think of which one is her personal and which one is her. Yikes. I don't know. She's Let me so look. knowledgeable. Let me look. Uh, is that her? Grace Life underscore wellness is her Instagram That's handle. That's what it is. Grace Life underscore wellness. Direct message her. She is a nurse practitioner um, who can point you in the right direction. And she'll know which podcast I'm talking about, too, because I think she's the one that referred yeah. it to me. So, yeah, she's amazing. Um, if you um, take anything away from that, homemakers, your health is important. Do all the things. Anything you can do. Do it. Yeah. It's hard, today, though. It's right hard now. when you're Do like, it. <laughs> it feels like, and I'm symptom free today, but 
That was like machete through a, a garden mm-hmm. with a butter knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. It's it good to, to learn, familiarize through a jungle. yourself. Did I, I say through a garden? <laughs> a garden. Through, my garden. Through right a now. jungle, right? Exactly. Mine um, too. I think it's good to familiarize yourself with techniques so that you it's learning how to use all the weapons that you can. Think of it like you have a tool belt. Okay, you learn how to use sauna. That's now a tool in your tool belt. You mm-hmm. learn how to use a red light. That's a tool in your tool belt. You know, you learn how to do cold plunges, tool in your tool belt. You learn how to do nutrition and what flares it and what doesn't. That's a tool in your tool belt, mm-hmm. right? You learn how to exercise. You learn what stresses it, what's what's good for it, what kind of movement helps. Massage, mm-hmm. acupuncture, whatever. Like these are all they're all tools and it's complex and it's long suffering. And I think it's, and that's ultimately what you had to do. There was no pill. There was no, yeah. there was no fix. It was like, you're going to now have to learn how to speak the language of this and this and this and this to be able to support your body in it. Um, yep. So you asked about ozone and vitamin C injections. I had no, uh, I loved the vitamin C. Uh, I did the, have and you've done, have you done like cocktails intravenous? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I did do one round of the blood ozone therapy. Um, I wasn't given the paperwork when I did that the first time. The second time when I went to do it, they said, oh, here's, we need you to sign off on this paperwork. And I looked at it and it said, may reset menstrual cycle. Well, what happened the first time was that I had a six week long period. Maybe it was <laughs> nine weeks. And it was the most terrifying thing I've ever been through ever. And the only thing I can connect it to is the blood ozone therapy because of what that paperwork said the next time. So you can bet your butt. I did not do that particular therapy again. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean it would happen to you, but that is my experience. I felt great afterwards, but mm-hmm. I just got a period that would never stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was lovely. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We have time for w- just one more small one. Is there a small one? Uh, yeah. Hang on. I just lost it. This is a total gear shift. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, Do you use a regular toilet wand to clean your toilet or a disposable one? <laughs> How often do you clean your toilet? Mine oh is out gosh. of control. I feel like I'm always cleaning it and it's my least favorite thing to do around the house. <laughs> really? This is That's a, interesting. This is the question. <laughs> yes, I use a regular one. <laughs> And most of the time I clean it with dish soap. Oh, my gosh. Are you guys like fairies? And vinegar? How does that work? Oh, you don't have that like Midwest mineral we, hard water. It's like, yeah. My, <laughs> yeah. My toilets just look nice. I clean them once a week. What? That's, then they're fine. I don't understand this toilet situation that y'all got going on in the other parts of the country. If I turn my back on mine, there will be like brown mineral scum in the bowl, just like that you could scrape your fingernail against. It's just a... Why, though? It's just gross. I don't know. I mean, I'm exaggerating, obviously. That's like after a week. But yeah. 
Like, it helps if you make your kids flush it all the time. Like, don't let the pee sit in there. And toilets are a battle. I'm constantly wiping mine down. Are there, why are they lint magnets? Like, the back? There's lint and yeah. fuzz and dust. And, oh, my gosh, I hate that so much. Um, I don't use but a disposable that, one. Like, but yeah. I think I, I normally just, like, will wipe that down before company comes. But, like, once a week it gets, like scrubbed but other than that it's like yeah just a little super quick wipe like once a week wow you guys are precious wow thank you <laughs> super precious <laughs> i don't know I, i'll tell you though like i my my feelers are out for a, a whole house water filter yeah me too so that i feel like that's another shower, like next water, step toilet thing. water mm-hmm. pasta water like all yes. of the water we have a berkey for drinking water and i'm like adamant that the kids drink from it yeah. but when you're using stuff to wash dishes and you're using stuff in toilets and you're showering in your water like well and you i are taking filler, in a lot of things so then i feel so bad about yeah. like okay i love my pot filler but i'm just like cooking spaghetti and gross but you're not gonna water. empty your berkey into i know the pot. like i know it would be the whole berkey <laughs> i know it's just not really feasible i can't hear it. you have to so that's a, if anyone has done. any okay if anyone has any recommendations on a whole house water filter, will you please tag us on Instagram or share that with us in DMs yeah. over on Instagram so that we can then in turn check it out and share it with our people as well because I'm in the market. In the market. Not that I can afford one right now, but I'm still in the market. <laughs> no. And I don't want to put I like something to know ugly what it thing. Is that I'm going to. I know what I'm shooting yeah. for. I don't want like some big, yeah. I know you can like put them on your phone. I don't want, that would ruin the whole sexy pot filler look. I don't want to put this big thing on the, on the faucet. Well, so. my most important thing that I'm worried about is like the baths. Like I just sit there and soak. Yeah. I just sit there and soak in this water. So if it's got stuff in there, I'm taking it all in, man. So anyway, we got to go. Angela's got to go. She's got, she's got a child. She's got to cling on here. So yeah, (laughs) ladies, thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us over on Instagram this week. Use all the tags, use all the stuff. Send us your questions. We've got a few more episodes. Hashtag homemaker. There you go. Yep. There you go. And we will be back here with you next Monday. Charge Mm. on ladies. Okay. And men. Okay. Bye. Bye.